0: Ginger on ginger, ginger on ginger, Jacob has red hair, so does Alex. Yay! everybody, and welcome to Ginger on Ginger, the show where two redhead comedians choose a word, phrase, or concept and then talk about it through their gingery lens. I'm Jacob Godby.
1: And I'm Alex Tate.
0: Alex, our sponsor today is the Purple Carrot. It is the plant-based subscription meal kit that makes it easy to cook irresistible meals to fuel your body. Each week, choose from an expansive and delicious menu of dinners, lunches, breakfasts, and snacks. Every box is an opportunity to learn and experience something new with easy recipes and fresh, pre-portioned ingredients. No shopping, no food waste, just globally inspired, restaurant-quality, plant-based meals. Get $30 off your first box by going to purplecarrot.com and entering code PODGO30 at checkout today. That's PODGO30 for $30 off your first Purple Carrot box. Purple Carrot, the easiest way to eat more plants.
1: Alright. Jacob, you told me that you were going to hold me accountable for doing one thing to try to make myself cooler. (gasps) What'd you do? And so I... Well, I learned something. I learned that when you want to go to a real barbershop, that mm-hmm. um, you have to make an appointment. <laughs> you can't just walk in.
0: Ah, yeah. Because I says just walked walk in, in s- and they were like, oh, do I you have sorry. an appointment?
1: And I was like, nope. And they're like, <laughs> you got to have an appointment. And I was like, oh, shit. When can I make an appointment? And they were like, next. there are two weeks from now. So Uh-oh, I didn't get so my haircut yet. Okay. <laughs> I didn't get my haircut, But this is very ironic. Um uh, a buddy of mine from high school who's always been very, very creative and very good at art, he, for a while now, has been posting, like, clothes on his Instagram. Cool. And I saw one, one clo- piece of clothing he posted, and then I messaged him, and I was like, hey, man, why do you keep posting clothes on your Instagram? What is that about? I kind of like one of the pieces. And he was like, oh, I make it. <gasps> That's cool. And I was like, this is the perfect opportunity. So I bought this cool hoodie nice. that I'm wearing now. I, I th- like it. And I bought... um. He's showing me. He's getting it out. This cool, this cool pink and patterned shirt.
0: Oh, that's nice. I've always thought that you pull off pink well. I'll take some
1: cute pics and send them to Jacob, and Jacob will post them on the Instagram for you. But they're quite fashionable. Shout out to my buddy. His 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 brand is your mom's favorite stain. Oh. Um, that's his name. Your, uh, Ymf stain. I think it's YMFstain.com If you okay. want to check his stuff out. Um. Yeah. I, and it's like fashionable, and I thought, okay, here we go. I did so. I did one thing. I got a little bit of fashionable clothes.
0: I'm proud of you. That's great. And you'll get a haircut soon too. And when you do, when they ask you if you want like a straight razor and a hot towel, do it. It's incredible.
1: Yeah, I already I said it. no to that. Oh, I, I had to. I had to do it when I was like signing up for it, and oh. they're like, "Do you want a like a hot shave?" And I was like, "No, I just so, want a haircut."
0: Oh, it feels so good.
1: Yeah, multiple people have told me that, and they were like, yeah. "You fucked up."
0: <laughs> the first time I did it, I was like really skeptical, and I didn't even know I was signing up for it. Um, I was like, "I don't know if I want anybody with a straight razor on my neck," but oh, it feels so good. And the hot towel, like all those barbershops have like a they've a specific towel warming machine, so they're just like perfectly warm in in every wrinkle of the fabric. It's it feels so good.
1: Oh, so, okay. Two things. One. Here is my fear, and I'm just going to just bear it all here. This is a very self conscious body fear of mine. I have um, a lot of moles. I'm kind of a Uh, moly kid, and I have moles on my neck that are under my beard hair. Mm. And I'm terrified that they're not going to know what's there. How would they know what's there?
0: Yeah, and then you just bleed out in the middle of this barbershop. (laughs) Um,
1: And I bet, you know, they're like professionals and they're good at their job. And they like, if I just told them, they would be like, all right, you know, I'll like, Work around it. That's one thing. And then two, one time, um, I was on a plane. I was on a mm-hmm. plane. I had just bought the economy seat, but apparently this airline is very nice. Um, and they asked me if I wanted a hot towel. And I said, yes, I'll take a hot towel. And I got a hot towel and immediately put it on my face because I didn't know what to do. I was just <laughs> going to like wipe my face with it. I don't know. And just, it was magma i just dunked my face in magma and it was so fucking it's hot it's supposed
0: to go on the back of your neck which is like desensitized from all the showers you've taken over the years
1: oh my god i just <laughs> stuck it right on my face and i was like ah, ah. i was trying not to have a fucking meltdown in this plane that i just got first degree burns on my face <laughs> so <laughs> i'm also terrified of hot towels
0: that's fair that is fair i think those are especially the first one is a legitimate concern um, <laughs> yeah. legitimate medical concern. The second one, I I don't know what temperature most barbershops keep them at, but yeah, they put them on the back of your neck. They don't touch your face.
1: <laughs> then what's it for? What is it doing?
0: It what just do we... feels good. And I think mm-hmm. that it's a it's a place they wipe their straight razor off on the towel mm-hmm. as they're shaving your neck.
1: No, well, I didn't sign up for it. I had to sign up for it. Well, there
0: there will always be a next time. It's not like you're not going to get a haircut again.
1: Yeah. So I I will get a haircut right before Christmas. So my mom will be very excited about that. Oh,
0: she will. She'll be like, oh, Alex, my little boy growing up. 27, he's finally grown up.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he's finally getting a haircut at a real, for the first (laughs) time ever, actually. Not joking. It's never,
0: never too late to look good.
1: Literally for the first time in my life, I'm getting an actual haircut.
0: I'm excited for you.
1: Oh, this! I just discovered this thing has pockets.
0: Oh, live on the podcast, folks.
1: Amazing. Very excited. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. Jacob, what's up with you? How are you doing?
0: Uh, Good. I had a really good week. I've just kind of been... It was my last week of unemployment.
1: Nice. That's got to be like a weight off your shoulders a little bit.
0: A little bit, yeah. My bank account's still looking good on account of the Montana cost of living is way lower uh, than (laughs) Texas. And so I'm doing good. But yeah, yeah started at FedEx today. I uh, did a bunch of trainings. There was a, uh, there was a 17 minute video on how to back up a, a truck. <laughs> Jesus it was Christ. like, it was like made in the eighties. And, mm. uh, it, it started <laughs> really broad. It was like, um, <clears throat> you know, it showed some trucks and then the, the narrator goes, before we talk about how hard it is to back up a truck, we need to learn why. <laughs> and then we see like throngs and like of people and like crowds walking through new york and he goes humans were not designed to move backwards they move (laughs) forwards and i was like no
1: wow okay we're we're starting from a real base level here with
0: this (laughs) and then i noticed about two minutes away from the end in the little corner was a 1x and i clicked it and i watched the rest at one and a half speed
1: (laughs) yeah god damn it i i had to take like uh um, alcohol edu for
0: oh yeah college yeah, yeah.
1: here which you know for people listening i am well past my party days <laughs> i do not do that shit anymore i certainly used to way too much but i don't at all anymore and i sat through the first and it was like a 45 minute thing i sat through the first 20 minutes and watched every single like awkward like hey becky you should drink some alcohol. No thanks. I've already had two. You should take this drink, which I just made myself and didn't put any drugs in. No thanks. You know, I yeah. sat through all of those before I realized you could just there was a bottom there was a button in the bottom <laughs> right hand corner that just said skip it. You just skip the whole thing.
0: Yeah, all you have to do is pass the test, right?
1: Yeah, and then you know, and the test was like super basic. It was like you know, questions for like eighteen year olds who are idiots about alcohol, and it was like what. What's the only way, you know, which one of these methods is effective for lowering your BAC? And it's like taking a hot shower, you know, eating food, throwing up and, you know, or none of them. And it's like, none of them. It's already in your bloodstream, you dum-dums.
0: Yeah. And it was like, did you know it's none of them? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell a story, Alex, uh, of something that happened to us. And I wanna say before I tell it that I'm making fun of the juxtaposition, not the subject matter. We okay. had to go to a mandatory rape and sexual assault like course. Yes, and yep. by we I mean the whole school, not just you and I. Yeah. And uh it was in the university center, so it was a big crowd of people.
1: We should say this is the first year that they've they've like rolled it out like yeah, this. Yeah, like yeah, this yeah. was a uh ex- experiment for them as well i again all for the subject matter their execution was
0: yeah but great. maybe don't source your clips from youtube because what happened is <laughs> they gave us like this two minute long trigger warning you know this depicts some hard things to watch if you need to leave that's fine and then they click play and like a 15 second ad so you couldn't skip it of wendy's filet-o-fish yes. <laughs> <pop> up. <laughs> And you and I were like the only ones that la- like everyone. There were like uh, some light chuckles, and we were just losing it. Oh like- uh,
1: yeah, I think I was about to vomit. And I was laughing so. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And I, the poor people on stage just had to like sit there and like stand there and represent their clip. But, you know, we had to watch 15 seconds of Wendy's, knew it, Wendy's filet of fish yeah, Exactly.
1: <laughs> they were just, as soon as they finished talking about how hard this would be to watch, was
0: just like <laughs>
1: Wendy's filet of fish And I was like, that is disgusting.
0: <laughs> um, Alex, what's our? Word of the day. day.
1: Yeah, uh, Jacob, a word phrase, a concept, if something is not any of those things this time. Um, I am going off book here. I haven't run this by you at all, but cool. it's something I've wanted to do for a while. There was an article written by the New York Times quite a while ago. Let's see if I can get a year on this. 2015. Okay. 2015, okay. this article was written, called The 36 Questions That Lead to Love. Oh, And it okay. is 36 questions to ask someone on a first date, and if... You ask all of them and just have a good conversation about them. You will fall in love afterwards. That's what this New York Times article claims. I thought maybe we could go through some of them. Maybe we don't have to go through all 36. That's a lot. Some of them are heavy questions. Some of them okay. are not heavy questions.
0: Yeah. I think this could work well for us if we put it all out there and then, you know, we meet somebody, we can just send them this episode of the podcast. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. That'll be a great first day. Oh, don't ask me these questions. You should just go listen <laughs> yeah. to my podcast. I've They'll already talked about this with my with best them. friend. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're like wow he's so I like this, though.
0: you definitely haven't run this by me um and just me saying it again made it sound fake but it's true <laughs> and uh yeah i'm i'm in I, I think uh i'll let you pick the questions like like you said they don't have to be all of them but um pick ones that you know you're gonna answer as well the saying, just ain't just yeah. on me
1: no yeah no no, no. totally totally well that's and that's the whole thing it's supposed to be it's supposed to be conversation starters okay um sure. Okay, so we'll just start off with the first one, okay? Um, because it's it's a base level question. It's a, you know you just met this person. You're at dinner in New York City. I assume this is why I picture you know the show. Uh,
0: people only date in New York City. That's where yeah, that's yeah. the only place single people meet each other
1: for sure. Have you ever seen the show? Like I think it's called Blind Blind Date or Date. Uh,
0: I think so. I feel Someone... like you made me watch an episode one time.
1: Yeah, where it's just like one person goes on a date with like four people, and it's like yeah, really yeah, yeah. intimate and kind of kind of realistic in a way it's like a really less reality showy than it is just like observing two people go on a date yeah. it doesn't sound cool but it is anyway this is where I, that's where i like pictured this at like a nice bar and there's like other people around us and like covid's not a thing and i ordered like a $17 drink yeah um okay so given the choice of anyone in the world whom would you want as a dinner guest
0: oh oh yeah. that's hard
1: It's a tough question. I I like it because, you know, I don't want to say someone like who I think is cool, but maybe might be like a loud asshole. Like it's got to be a dinner guy. Other people are going to be there.
0: Yeah. And I I was like, do I want to go sentimental with it and be like, oh, I've never met one of my great grandfathers, but I'm honestly, I'm going to say Weird Al.
1: (laughs) Okay. Weird Al would be a good one. I think he would be
0: a lot of fun to talk to.
1: Yeah. Do you think he would like help, help make dinner?
0: Ah. I don't know. I, I he is famously vegetarian and I would be very interested to know uh you know how skilled is he at at working the veggies.
1: Gotcha. Would you if I mean say, say this was like Thanksgiving and he was like your are plus one instead of me this year. You know, how how would your your parents interact with them? Do you think they'd be like weird about it? They'd be like oh, my god, that's weird. Al. And you'd be like, "Please stop being so weird oh, about yeah. this." Oh yeah, they would
0: both be starstruck for sure. <laughs> <laughs> my dad would be like overly nice. Like, "Oh yeah, you know, we got an extra bed over here, you know." And he's like, "Weird i would just be like, "No, oh, no, it's you know, it's fine. It's good. I'm all good." And my mom would be like, "I heard you're vegetarian, so I uh, I got chicken instead of beef."
1: Yeah. Exactly.
0: Who, nice. uh, w- what's yours?
1: Um I've you know, I used that time while you were talking to rapidly think of mine cuz I didn't have something. Um I think it would be uh Chef David Chang. Okay. Um he is I've I've just started reading his book. It's fantastic and uh he is in the news just recently for he just won Celebrity Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Oh. I don't know if you saw it. He's the first celebrity to ever win that, which it's, it's that. all for charity. And his charity is um, a charity. He donated 100% of that million dollars to awesome. um, a charity that has helped restaurant workers that have been laid off.
0: Oh, I did hear about that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah that's him. Okay.
1: That's him. Um, he also has a, he has a show on Netflix called Ugly Delicious. Which, yeah.
0: Okay. I know who he is now. Yeah.
1: Which like looks at the stereotypes, essentially white people, but we as Westerners have about food and how it appears and why we don't give it a chance like curry and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, so he does like a whole episode on curry and curry does not look super appealing but it tastes amazing it does and that's what the and one episode is on like uh um like vertical meat it's just called mm. vertical meat and how come like every other country in europe they do like these delicious towers of like vertical meat and stuff like that. And we as Westerners associate that with like some sort of porness. but somehow when you turn it horizontally and you rotate the meat, then it's like luxury. And then he's <laughs> like, this makes no sense. And is super stupid.
0: Would you make him cook for you?
1: I would, I would. Yes. Here's <laughs> here, two things, two things. I would definitely help. Cause I would want to learn from a chef okay. and two, he's a chef. And from what I know from chefs, they love cooking for people. Like they enjoy it.
0: That's what they do. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I think he would like want to cook and then I would be in there and helping in whatever way I can. He doesn't seem like one of those chefs that like yells and like screams, ni- throws knives and shit. That's nice. He's like, still, he, seems- he
0: stands behind you and manipulates your hands uh, when you're like kneading some dough. Yeah. That's cute.
1: Um, okay. I'm going to skip number two. Number two is just would you like to be famous? I'm going to skip that one because I think we all know the answer to that one. um number three is before making a telephone call do you ever rehearse what you're going to say
0: yeah yeah. why um because i want it if i'm on the telephone usually it's someone i'm not not i I was gonna say usually it's someone i'm not wanting to talk to that isn't always true obviously i like talking to my parents and my grandparents on the telephone and i don't rehearse with them but if i have to call you know, I'm the internet company because I am dissatisfied with my service. Yeah, I'll plan that out a little bit.
1: Do you get like, I, I so I'll do that too. I've, I'll get myself like psyched up. I'll get yeah, my, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So we have here in Montana, we have a spectrum and an internet service provided by Spectrum. They are the devil, as I'm sure many other people around the country. If there's someone in Texas, Texas is Time Warner.
0: Right. I don't know. I had ATT there.
1: Okay. I heard, I think there's a, I think I've heard about, or like Comcast or something like that. Yeah, There's Comcast's a bunch of concrete, also evil. Yeah, <laughs> they're they're just evil, evil people. So the Spectrum, they're the devil. I hate them. Um, their internet service is atrocious, and they're the only internet service we can use. So it's like yeah. a monopoly. I have no other options. This um, episode
0: of Ginger on Ginger brought to you by Spectrum.
1: They can Spectrum these nuts. Um, <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs>
0: What does that mean? I, I have no idea.
1: I'm just upset. I uh, I'm I'll, already worked up. I'll get myself worked up because my internet's <laughs> gone out for f- four times in the same day. And my Yo, internet I've bill. I've been is having like,
0: troubles too. Yeah.
1: My internet bill is like up to date. And I always get myself worked up and I'm like, I'm going to be kind of a dick. You know, like I'm going to be mm-hmm. kind of a dick until I get what I want. Like, fix this fucking shit. You have had someone out here three times in the past month. What is going on? And then as soon as I call, it's just a person. The second I yeah. get myself worked up, it's just a person. I'm like, hi, my name's Logan.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: And I'm like, oh, dude, I'm not going to blow up on Logan. He, it's not his fucking fault.
0: <laughs> right, right, right. All right, what's the next one you got? Number
1: four, what would constitute a perfect day for you? That's a, that's a loaded question.
0: That is, that is. I really have found appreciation in like the more low-key days. I really, really love one of my, I mean- I love leaving my phone in my bedroom and spending time with my family, but if I could end the day with like a really good like gingers on ice show, that would be that would be a great day for me.
1: Okay. So like you okay. So I feel like we've had those days. I feel like we've had some Lewistown days. Lewistown shows that have been good shows that so you've been with your family all during the day and then at night we've banged out like a 400 person crowd in lewistown which is pretty rad
0: yeah yeah it is how about you um
1: i think my perfect day is probably you know on this super jackson of me it's probably waking up really early to about 20 inches of snow (laughs) i ski all day with a couple of my buddies we see nobody then we go get like nachos and a couple beers at the bar. And uh, then I.
0: I miss that so much. I yeah. miss trivia so much. Yeah.
1: And then Gosh. I like. F- and it's on a Sunday, you mm-hmm. know? And yep. so I get home and I'm just like sitting on the couch in front of a fireplace with another beer in my hand. And I'm still in my long johns and I'm still kind of stinky and smelly. And I just yeah. kind of like phase in and out of sleeping while like football's just on in the background. And maybe I'm like getting head head scratches from my uh, significant other I feel like Look, that would be a pretty perfect fucking day
0: i'll say this about skiing i don't like it but some of the best i've ever felt is that exhaustion you have after a day of it oh I yeah i love that feeling you're longing for it's like it's a like, mixture of like you're longing for sleep but you're completely content being awake
1: yeah yeah that's yeah that's <sighs> i mean uh, yeah it the, feels so good Talk to anybody who skis a lot, and the après ski, which is just French for after ski, um, <laughs> is more important than the skiing. <laughs> it's like yeah. we we ski so we can experience the after part of it. Oh, and when you like undo your boots, yes. when we
0: finally make—I I, I don't know if I've told you this—I'm writing a Montana sketch show. It's kind of like Letter Kenny and Schitt's Creek, but sketches in and it's Montana. And right. there's one that I'm working on. Uh, where it's just a montage of us undoing our ski boots and just making like, Oh yeah. Yeah, (laughs)
1: That's not far from what actually happens. That's not too much of a joke. I make some whack noises when I undo my ski boots.
0: (laughs) Oh, it feels orgasmic. Like it's not, yeah, that's what I mean. It's not that far from, uh, from reality.
1: um, Okay, Um, I'm going to skip number five. Number five is when did you last sing to yourself? The the answer was probably 20 minutes ago.
0: Um, Yeah, I sing a lot. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs)
1: Um, This one, I don't, you know, I'll ask it. I think it's kind of a more basic question. If you were able to live to the age of 90 and retain either the mind or body of a a 30 year old, which would it be? Everyone, the mind is the right question.
0: Yeah, your body's going to. Or
1: the right uh, answer.
0: Yeah, could you imagine having Alzheimer's but looking like a hot 30 year old? Yeah. Well, and I have. Okay, that's sad. <laughs> that is unfair to people who have Alzheimer's who are 30. I'm sorry I said that. But no. if you are choosing one, you're mine. So you can conversate with your grandkids and your great grandkids totally. and, and share your wisdom instead of just looking hot but being old on the inside, you know? Yeah,
1: you think I give a shit what I look like past like 40? No. Oh, you dude. Know? I-
0: I've never done crack, but I hit 70. I'm doing crack. <laughs>
1: it's going in. It's going yeah. right in. I'm trying to find heroin on my 70th birthday for sure. You and, and me like, Why not? One, one time.
0: One time. Just once. One, one time. Yeah. And if it kills you, whatever. You're old. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Um, Our parents are going to be stoked about yeah, this Yeah, my parents episode. are not going to be happy about that one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, number seven. Do you have a secret hunch about how you will die?
0: Oh, I like that one. I don't. I do think that the universe has enough of a sense of humor about me and you that it will probably be ironic or at the very least kind of funny.
1: Oh, for for me, the only time I have contemplated dying is uh, driving on oh, yeah, the, eve- yeah. the eve, specifically the eves of holidays, either Christmas or Thanksgiving. Yeah. I have yep. driven to my family's home. Multiple times over the years on Christmas or Thanksgiving and it has been horrendous weather and I've thought to myself, like, this is it. What a tragic I know. It'd uh, be pretty whack if
0: I died on the way to Christmas. Yeah.
1: What a tragic newspaper story this is gonna be. You know? (laughs) I I can agree with that. That's the only time that I think about it. Otherwise I like you know, I've I've done some pretty insane stuff and I don't think about dying during that stuff. I only think about dying (laughs) during when it's like more than anything I kind of
0: Yeah. I just want to go peacefully. I don't want to traumatize any strangers because it's like a horrific, you know, like blood explosion or something. You know, I just have people that love me around me, uh, all crying their eyes out. And then just like a movie when their tears fall out of me, I come back to life.
1: Yeah, that would be the best. If I am, if I ever get to the point that I'm on a deathbed, I hope I have the wherewithal to just like fake it a couple
0: times. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> just be like, oh, and they're like, no, and I'm like, ha bitch, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, I'm alive.
1: Just, just for some fun, um,
0: three or four times, and then you actually die, and they're not even, they're not even sad anymore. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh,
1: then I'm, or I'm just Well, then that would be great if they're not sad at all. I just think the time I do die, they just leave me in the bed for a week. They're like, he's really committed to the bit this time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Um, okay, number eight, I don't really like, but I'll read it anyway. Name three things you and your partner, aka you slash me have in common. I don't know. It's not a great question. You know, we both have penises.
0: Yeah, we do. Um
1: <laughs> Number nine is great. Number nine is great for a sort of end of the year ish, not quite end of the year, but sort of end of the year question. For what in your life do you feel most grateful?
0: Oh, my family and my friends, a hundred percent. Everywhere I've gone, everywhere I've been, they've got my back like a hundred percent. And I always appreciate that. And not only that, but I feel fortunate they have other people's back and you're one of them. You know, if you needed something, my family would drop whatever they were doing to help you.
1: Oh yeah. It's insane. I feel like your son whenever I go, or like, I feel like your brother. I feel like your parents' son whenever I go to your, your parents' house. It's the best feeling in the world.
0: You're my son. No, I don't feel like your fucking son. That <laughs> was a mistake. Yeah, for me
1: it's it's largely the same. For me, it's more I was I'm thankful for perhaps how I was raised, I think. Oh, yeah. if, that's if that a good if one. that's to be like more specific, I my parents really focused on getting me outside, which I really like, and they really um you know, I think I got my sense of humor obviously from my family. And whether they know it or not, I don't think my dad or my mom are that funny intentionally. My dad yeah. think my dad thinks he's funny intentionally. He thinks he's but... funny,
0: but he's funnier when he's not trying to be. Exactly. Yeah.
1: So, um, so I, I I was pretty pretty thankful for that. And I and I got to grow up in a really beautiful place even though we we didn't have a lot of money. Yeah. Just growing up in Jackson, I I understand the sacrifice now. When I was when we were going through it, I was like you know i'm like the poorest kid in school and stuff like that but now i get i was like oh they just wanted me to grow up in like a beautiful location so
0: i'm gonna i'm gonna get a little sappy here alex i'm thankful for this podcast because gingers on ice hasn't performed since 2018 yeah and especially coming back to montana i miss it in a really really big way um and it's not like you and i ever lost touch but you know there were months where we would go without like really even chatting more than just sending memes back and forth right. and it's been really really fun to uh just uh, get to talk to you every week
1: oh no it's been great same for me in that regard i uh there was a couple weeks this year where i didn't want to do anything and i you know i was struggling but one thing i was like oh i get to talk to jacob today you know gotta do the podcast gonna do that and just made sure i did this and it helped
0: wonderful it helped I'm glad with to things. hear things so, There's yeah. a great SNL sketch where uh, it's, it's, a, it's a Christmas present. I think this is how it's framed. And it's a, it's a father-son podcasting kit, so you can finally open up to your dad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, number 10 kind of blends into what we just talked about. Number 10 is if you could change anything about the way you were raised, what would it be? I, you know, I don't know. I don't think I'd really change much. Okay, I mean that we just kind of talked about that. Um, number eleven is take four minutes to tell your partner your life story. No, um, but we're not <laughs> going to do that because you know that's kind of the point of this podcast. It slowly comes out over time. Okay, number yep. twelve. I really like this question. I might have asked this question already, which is bummer. Um, like earlier on, if you could wake up tomorrow, having instantly gained one quality or ability, what would it be?
0: Oh man. Um, yeah,
1: I, I can. So I have asked this people this question before so i i will answer first because i think i have an answer um and it's pretty pretty superficial um i think it would be really cool to be really good at surfing (laughs) (laughs) i
0: I guess i didn't expect that yeah no Uh, i just see these some of these
1: (laughs) like surf videos of these dudes and and women who are and like tahiti and they're surfing this like 35 foot wave it just looks so peaceful and the yeah. water's so clear and i'm like shit if i did that i would die that wave is too big it would pull me under and i would die but it would be nice if i never had to put in the work and i just woke up tomorrow and i'm like i'm an amazing surfer i'm gonna go surfing
0: <laughs> that's interesting i think for me just the ability to be chill about everything except stuff that Ne- necessitates uh, e- you know a, a deeper feeling L- Like, and I have chilled out a lot over the last couple of years but it would be awesome to just here's what I'll say a switch for my brain that goes on and off
1: <laughs> gotcha so like not overreacting maybe
0: yeah or just like a low level you know like overthinking I think it, it just kind of comes from Uh, yeah, I just, I, my, pretty much everyone in my family just kind of has this like naturalized anxiety. I'm also a writer, so I tend to overthink everything and I'm constantly, you know, doing to my own brain, what I do to my characters in my sketches, which is like, think of how many different possibilities could happen and which one is the best. So yeah, Um, I I, just, just, just a switch to turn all that off when I need to. Okay. That's a good one.
1: That's a Lot less superficial than surfing.
0: Also, I was gonna say the ability to like market myself shamelessly. Uh <laughs> it'd yeah. be dope to like make money off of the things that I create, but it's hard. I And not,
1: I, and not feel weird about it. And not feel see, weird about it. I see I other th- people doing it and they're just doing it. And I'm yeah. like they don't give a shit.
0: They're just fucking out there. And I really do love art for like the sake of doing art. Yeah. And that sounds so weird to say. Like, I just, I like. I'm just gonna say it. I'm just gonna admit it. Everybody, (laughs) I like creating things.
1: I like art.
0: (laughs) Um. Okay. Uh. I just want to say, buckle up, everybody. That was question twelve. Are we? Are we doing them all? No. It's they start to get much more acute. Yeah. Okay. What roles does
1: a f- love play in your life? You know, let's skip that one.
0: Okay. I think we just kind of keep going and then feel it out. And, yeah, uh, So,
1: it's, but here's one. Um, yeah. If a crystal ball could tell you the truth about your life, the future, or anything else, would you want to know?
0: Ooh. Now, I want to set up a ground rule. This is everything. You don't get to choose what you're seeing. This is all of it, right? It's all or nothing.
1: I guess. I mean, I I just read you what the question
0: stated. But but for our purposes, that's the ground rule. Do you want to see it all, or do you not want to know any of it? And I don't think I would want to know any of it. I feel like it would make experiencing things in the moment less special if I know how they end up.
1: Yeah. Sometimes I remember. Um, I remember watching the Fairly Odd Parents. Actually, I love that I, show. And I thought to myself, you know, what I would I might wish for. I wish I I might maybe. It would be two wishes back to back or maybe just one really long wish. And the wish would be, I wish I could see a picture of who I was going to marry. Right? Oh, okay. And then the second I see it, I forget I've ever seen that person.
0: That's so cute, Alex. Just because I kind of want to
1: know. I kind of want to be like,
0: okay, okay, Uh, all right. And
1: then it just goes away, you know? So then it could happen naturally.
0: And you thought that when you were a kid watching Fairly Odd? Oh, yeah. that's I think, so Yeah, I think I, like, we, when I was like
1: 11 or 10 or 12 oh or something like that God. watching Fairly Odd Parents, I'd like think of. I, I thought that. Because, you know, what if it was, what if it's someone I've already met? What if it was someone from like grade school or something like that? Or I would see a picture of this person and be like, I have no fucking idea who that person is. You know?
0: Yeah. You know, and like I said, it might, you know, it, it probably would make some moments less special, but if you knew that things were going to be okay, it would make the hard moments easier as well. So it, it, there's a flip side to it. Yeah, but
1: probably not. I probably don't want to know, you know. I what's... don't think I do either. Nah. Because nah. you get all the
0: pain, too. Like, you know, when your parents are going to die. You know when.
1: Ooh, yeah, the, ooh, that's brutal. Yeah, yeah, I definitely couldn't handle that.
0: Yeah, same. Like,
1: it's already going to be tough enough, but knowing
0: right but no like, Noah, be, like yeah. driving to your dad's house to spend what you know is the last day of his life with him like that oh my god that makes a- me
1: want to vomit right now
0: yeah same 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 this episode no one's going to listen to this we're just like the like gushing our actual feelings here yeah
1: well i told you this you know it gets kind of
0: i appreciate it though i think it feels right
1: if you had 1 year left to live what would you change about how you were living
0: ah uh, that's tough <laughs> i would want to these questions
1: to... are getting serious now
0: I would want to spend as much time as possible with the people I already love. I would like to experience a new love in that year, and I would like to I would like to give. I would like to make a difference in communities that need it.
1: Yeah, that would be that would be mine as well. I would really just want to go all out with just affection for other people and just try to leave yeah. even just the smallest dent of myself on this world.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just enough to get a Wikipedia page out of it yeah <laughs>
1: um okay 29 this is all we've skipped a lot like i said we can't go through all of these it's That's gonna take fine. forever yeah. 29 what is the most embarrassing moment of your entire life
0: oh god <laughs> Ooh. uh so i t-
1: i told recently on the podcast that story about the girl i had a major crush on and then was so so nervous about dancing with her at the sixth grade dance that i yeah um I elbowed her in the face to blink 182's <laughs> all the small things. That's right up there. I'll tell you another quick one. I don't I think that's that story that I already told. That's probably the most embarrassed I've ever been in my entire life. Okay.
0: Um
1: This is right up there. I remember the real short story. I was in basketball camp and there was a different girl that I had a crush on that was sitting right next to me. And we were sitting on the 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 floor, like the, the gym floor. Yep. This was like freshman year. Old enough to like be embarrassed about this for sure and uh it was they were they were showing us like free throw technique at this like basketball camp right and so everyone was kind of quiet and we were all just sitting on the gym floor and so i was like hugging my knees you know I, i was kind of in that position of like sitting and hugging my knees yep and just ripped the loudest, echoiest, <laughs> bassest like, fart of all time, dude. And I thought it was gonna be silent. I thought my butt cheeks had been, like, spread apart enough that it was just gonna be silent and just ripped, like, a, like, a chainsaw, like marbles falling on steel. Oh, oh, and- all the
0: dodgeballs in the closet, you hear, like, the honk
1: yeah yeah exactly and i kid you not the girl looked at me and everyone laughed at me the 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 coach just laughed and he was like you know what it's over just he's like he tried to like move on he's like it's over whatever and i kid you not the girl looked at me and she went ew and scooted away
0: that's brutal dude like fuck me um mine the one that came to mind is in my second floor koreatown apartment i was hanging out with a friend we had too much vanilla jim beam which oh, I don't know why we were drinking that in the first dude. place. Ew. And uh, I went to the bathroom and started puking and was girl? like, I was like, you need to leave. You got to go. Like, get out of here. Because it, it was like a new friend. I had never puked in front of like anyone in LA yet. Um, so they left and I felt. <laughs> they did leave. <laughs> they did leave. And I felt so bad. I called 911 and I said, hey, I think I have alcohol poisoning. Oh, no. And then I walked down the stairs, out to the front, vomited on the yard, waited for the fire department to show up. They got there. They shined their light in my eyes. The guy goes, which floor do you live on? And I go, the second. And he was like, did you walk down those stairs? I went, yeah. And he's like, you don't have alcohol poisoning.
1: (laughs) You are conscious and talking to me.
0: And then the most embarrassing thing, Alex, I took my wallet out and I went, do you guys need my insurance card? (laughs)
1: how have i never heard this story
0: oh it's embarrassing that's why you've never heard it and then the next morning i had to walk somewhere and uh saw my vomit all over the yard and it was just still there so oh hell yeah good good stuff awful story
1: (laughs) damn that was great i didn't know that i loved
0: yeah uh, yeah he's like no we're the fire department and then they just left he also asked me have you ever been drunk bro and i was like I got so mad. I was like, yes, I have. Just not this drunk.
1: have you ever gotten drunk before? What a
0: douche. He was kind of a douche, yeah. Well,
1: right up there, this is another embarrassing story. I think I might have. I think I told this story about when I tried to go surfing. I got sucked out in a riptide.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And then the dude, you just got to cup your hand (laughs) and swoop back. And I had to ride back on the lifeguards.
0: You're like, no, 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 no. I'm from Wyoming. I don't know how to swim.
1: I did know how to swim. I'm very comfortable in the water. I just <laughs> never been caught in a riptide before. And I was like, cool, dude. I know how to paddle a surfboard. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> also, thank you for saving me. I would have legitimately died. Yes. yes. <laughs> um. Okay. We're all the way down to 34 out of 36. The rest of them okay. get really heavy and really. Oh, yeah, when's we'll the save last that first. When's podcast? the last time you cried and stuff like that? Um. Yeah. If uh, your house containing everything you own catches fire. OK, after saving your loved ones and your pets and you have one more time to save an item, a, th- a thing, a possession, what would you save?
0: Gut instinct, my computer. I haven't yeah. even finished paying it off yet and it has all my <laughs> ideas on it. Um, But like the other gut instinct says like, you know, a, a, a scrapbook or something, you know?
1: Right. I think mine would be my computer as well, just because that contains pretty much everything on it, right, right. <laughs> it contains all the photos. I don't have any material possessions that I'm too too attached to. You know I have some things that have memories on them and stuff like that that I would be extraordinarily upset about but if would I run into a burning building to save them?
0: My most right. prized
1: possession is a is a necklace that I've worn for the past like ten years, but that's never leaves me, so I assume I would have that on so <laughs>
0: Yeah, and if it gets hot enough, it will, it'll melt into your skin and it'll be with you forever.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, we can use that as the last question. The other questions, are the last two questions are share a personal problem oh. and ask how to solve that personal problem. And the other one, which this question is fucked up and I think this question should be removed from this list. Of all the people in your family, whose death would you find the most disturbing?
0: Oh uh, yeah, of we fucking do not need to go that?
1: there. <laughs> what kind of, f- who would the fuck would ask that question?
0: Yeah, that's bad.
1: That's that bad. is a fucked up question. <laughs> um, All right, there it was. Do you feel well, like you're more in love with me?
0: I think so, Alex. I think I am. And I had a lot of fun doing that. I, th- I think <laughs> that was a good, you know, historically a lot of the format breaking episodes we've done have been because you're not on the podcast. So this has been a lot of fun to do one with you.
1: There you go. I thought it would be nice.
0: We're a little over time, but I still want to do the police blotter. Is that cool with you?
1: Yeah, it's fucking cool with me. Okay. Police bladder. place blotter. blotter. Police, blotter. Blotter. police, blotter. Blotter. police blotter.
0: Blotter. A caller reported a suspicious individual came to their residence in Roy and attempted to sell them a Kirby vacuum cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Dude, a lot of people call the cops for people trying to like come onto their property and sell them stuff.
0: Yeah, no, salesmen are they're a thing of the past, and uh, I think it's hilarious that someone's running around Roy, which I'm just going to Google it. It's it's a small town near Lewistown. Um, my, oh, can I, I
1: guess? Sh- can I guess?
0: Yeah, it's uh, 119 people. Oh, as I was going to guess 2018. I was going to guess <laughs> 2
1: 250. I would have been way yeah. over. Um. So, <laughs> I. Uh,
0: One of my. I- Go ahead. Sorry, let me say it real quick. One of my favorite things in Bozeman is uh, the fact that there's a place there called Stewart's House of Vacuums.
1: Oh, I didn't even know that.
0: It's downtown. Yeah, it's by Music Villa.
1: I don't even know what that is. I haven't explored this town at all. Um, (laughs) One of my uh, I recently and not recently a couple of years ago got turned onto this youtube channel about this guy who tries to walk across countries in a perfectly straight line oh right He he's not choosing the widest part of these countries he's choosing you know the trips are somewhere around like 50 to 60 miles but they're gotcha. fun because he he tries his best to walk in a perfectly straight line now he maps out where he's going so he yeah. tries to avoid like cliffs and he tries yeah. to avoid as many properties as possible but and some of them, he has to cut across the property. And some of them, he has to get pretty close to a house. And it's pretty sketchy because he's like, how am I going to describe this? I just like walked out of the woods. <laughs> and I'm like, wa- hello, like, oh, I'm just walking past your house. And I, after one of his, so he's done Wales, the country of Wales and Norway so far, which is, it's just fun. It's fun to watch. And he's very good at editing video and he's, he makes it very intriguing. It's not just like him walking all the time. He He's That's very cool. good at it. Um, anyway, he did like a AMA and ask me anything on Reddit Okay, and someone asked him, would you think about doing a state in, in the States? He's, he's British, I should say. Oh, he's a British hell person. Hell no. Yeah. And, and that's, he was like, oh, absolutely not. I don't want to get killed.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For real.
1: He's like, I will get shot.
0: Um, I'm going to wrap up the police spotter already because it's, it feels good. Um, This one, the way it's written, it makes me laugh. Uh, It's the very last word specifically. A caller reported a noise disturbance at a neighboring apartment. Officers responded and advised that everything was (laughs) 10-4.
1: Everything's fine. 10-4, good buddy.
0: Everything's 10-4, good buddy. Uh, (laughs) And I I just, I love that uh, they told somebody that. Everything's 10-4 over here. The person's like, uh, are we truckers? Like, what's going on? (laughs) What
1: What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> just say everything's fine, Jeremy. Jeremy,
0: yeah, uh, that's Officer Jeremy to you. Oh, no, yeah. Sorry. Uh, well, I had a lot of fun uh, doing this podcast, Alex. I this um, not. I mean, the whole thing in general. I meant to say the episode, we're not ending the podcast. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, good. I'm glad.
0: Yeah. In fact, we are uh, in ten episodes, going to be celebrating a year. So that means you have two and a half months, everybody, to buy weird cameos for us, of yep. like D-list celebrities celebrating yep. us for a year of the podcast, and we'll put them uh, online. We'll put them in the year episode, and I think we're planning a few things. Just to, yeah. it'll be it'll be a longer one, and it'll be a fun little celebration.
1: Absolutely, um, Jacob. Would you like to plug the show
0: you're in? You're coming up soon. Oh, um, I'll do it in a couple of weeks, but here in Missoula, I'm going to be doing like a socially distanced sketch show, um, in January. And, uh, it's been really fun to kind of get back in touch with my sketch comedy side. I, I have one sketch. I won't give too much away, but, uh, it's a, it takes place in a Missoula sex shop, you know, small town sex shop guy trying to buy something embarrassing and, uh, the, the clerk is making a big deal out of it he's like dude what if my boss walked in and so his boss does walk in and then it's his grandma and then he reconnects with his long-lost father
1: <laughs> um that's great what yeah. about the other show you're in <laughs> the other show that's coming up in like two weeks oh with, yes with friend of the pod sean
0: i'm in sean Kirkpatrick. i'm I'm the lead in sean Kirkpatrick's uh show a very covid christmas i also wrote the theme song for it yeah and uh thank you for reminding me that <laughs> i'm actually uh yeah doing some stuff on wednesday to finish that up
1: shout out to joker patrick we love you and we're sorry jacob can't remember that he's in your
0: show (laughs) it's been a lot it's been a week alex it's it's, uh (laughs) it's been good um and uh yeah i'm gonna be in that you can buy tickets now you can go to my facebook i've got the link on there it's good it's super weird It's, it's it's uh it's it's super weird it's super fun i wrote an original christmas song called what christmas means to me and it's from the perspective of my character duke knuckles so it's things like uh listening to joe rogan and and and, uh not using condoms
1: (laughs) there you go everybody all right
0: all right alex hey guess what Hmm. i love you love you too buddy all right bye bye John Ginger is brought to you by that guy that walks in straight lines. Come to Montana. Alex and I will be your bodyguards.